Welcome to the Attitude of Play podcast. We're going to focus on what lights us up and learn to cultivate the expectation that delight is possible in any moment. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Kimberly Wheeler. Okay, so the first thing I want to tell you about is a dream that I had this morning. In the dream, I felt a drip on my elbow and I looked up and I realized the skylight was leaking. And oh man, I could just see the water dripping down and I was just so disheartened. And then I woke up. So then I told someone about the leak that had that I'd seen in the ceiling, but even in that dream I had realized it was a dream because I knew that that ceiling was plaster and I have a tongue and groove ceiling. So I was telling this person, oh, it was really cool. I, in this dream, I realized that it was a dream and 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 then I woke up. And then I woke up. <laughs> it was like this Russian nesting dreams. So the dream was that there was the leak. Then there was the, I woke up into a still dreaming that I told someone about it, but I knew that it wasn't actually a problem. And then I actually woke up and... I love this. I just love this. It's like in dreams, water is a metaphor for emotion. And so I'm starting to have this this leak, this this dripping upon this flooding and coming in of the creativity that's about ready to bloom and the abundance that's going to be coming. I know it's coming with it. And I have been dormant in my creativity for... Oh my gosh, it's been three years. Um, it had to do with getting ready to move into this house and getting the other house ready to sell. That has absorbed a lot of my focus and a lot of my attention and my energy, and rightly so. And I had a good time, most of it. <laughs> um, but I w- haven't been able to have those fallow winters where I stay home and I cozy up and I haul out my paints and I haul out the beads and I find some new project and I get inspired and I go crazy making something wildly fun and beautiful and, you know, completely take over the living room with beads or ribbons or old lamp parts, whatever it is that I'm working with. And I haven't done that for three years. So here in the dream, this drip, drip, drip. It's starting to leak in. It's coming in. But there was fear attached to it. I think there's a lot of limiting beliefs that I've been carrying with me. You know, we all do. Um, And this dream is really saying that it's time for me to really realize that most of them aren't even problems. So just time to jettison them. I have no idea where this is going. I'm, I'm really nervous to be doing this right now, but it's just me and the computer right at the moment. So Um, but I actually am talking to you. (laughs) Um, I just thought that was a really cool dream to have. That was a, a lovely thing saying, you know what? It's starting to pour into you now, and it's not a problem. It's a good thing. And you're awake now, and you can see it, and you can play with it and be in it. So... Oops, I'm not supposed to do that while rubbing fabric. <laughs> I feel like such a total noob. <laughs> I because I can't get the boom to work. I've got the um, what do you call it? A pop my a pop 
filter because um, I know that when I open my mouth, I do that. And it, so this will soften that, hopefully. But it's not attached to anything, so I'm holding it in my hand like a wand in front of the mic. It's that um, romper room, Miss Mary Ann. And I see Billy, and I see Laura, and I see Christine, and I see Twyla, and I see Greg, and I see Kevin, and I see Marsha. <laughs> oh, too funny. Oh, I'm going to have fun with this. I... What I want for this podcast is for you to have a place to come in and talk about play, think about play, think about delight and beauty and levity and um, curiosity. Ooh, that's such a good one. And just the attitude of playing because we're the only animal on the planet that learns to put play off. Babies play, dogs play, cats play, hippos play. And then we learn to schedule things and we learn to set it at a different set, 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 mm, set something at a different time. And I think that's the start of it. And then we go to school and play isn't terribly well tolerated at school. So we put that off to the weekend and well, you know, but then the weekends are busy with stuff. So then we kind of put it off to vacation and then the vacation's like, well, well, let's put it off till the kids are grown. And suddenly we're this person who doesn't who's forgotten how to connect with that moment of delight, that moment of glint, that moment of whimsy or play or beauty or delight or quirkiness or curiosity. We've disconnected ourselves from being able to see that moment and recognize that moment and be in it and play with it. And when you learn to focus on what lights you up, when you learn to keep your attention there on what delights you and lifts you and pleases you and satisfies you. And, and when you learn to keep your focus there, and it's a cultivated habit, we'll talk about that. When you learn to keep your focus there, that becomes your experience. And if you're always thinking in terms of what would make this easier, what would make this more fun, you're always continually going to find a more pleasant path. One fun thing about the playful mind, the creative mind, because if you're creating, you're playing, and if you're playing, you're creating. They're, they're exactly the same thing. Um, we'll talk about creating more in a minute. Um, ew, I lost my thought. Welcome to this podcast. This is what's this is what's going to happen. Just bear with me. Ah, I'm so easily distracted, and I have too many tabs open, so <laughs> I lose my train of thought all the time. It's it's my mind is a rather fun place to be. Okay, let me gather my what I'm going to play back and see what I had. I remember what it was. When you're an artist. Everything looks like material. So everything that you look at looks like a possibility. It looks like an idea. It looks like a question. It looks like, hmm, there's, there's a sense of, I mean, any object anywhere. Like if you're driving down the road and you see somebody's left something out at the curb, it's not, oh, gee, there's trash. It's like, ooh, what can I make with that? Um, I actually, one of my favorite tables is one that I rescued from the curb. Oh, gosh. That was back in North Seattle. It was probably 1992, maybe. 
Yeah, about 1992. I still love it. It's wonderful. But everything looks like material. So it's a joy as you when I especially when my artist's eyes are on or when my photography eyes are on. I'm looking at the world as if it's beautiful. I'm looking at the world as if it's artful, as if it has the possibility to pull it, for me to play with it and turn it into something unique and wonderful and slightly twisted and and I like having work that has a bit of an edge to it. One of my favorite one of my favorite I see the thing is when I was learning the art when when that all when I was learning the art <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. When I are learning art. <laughs> As I started to um play with different kinds of projects I was doing oh gosh, I was doing alcohol ink and I was doing resin and I was playing with wood, making Christmas trees and I was making beaded things and I was making things out of glass and lamp parts and jewelry and just, it all felt like, it all felt like I was developing vocabulary. Like I was just learning the language of how I want to play as I create. So now when I do things, it it might have metallic paint. It might have glass. It might have jewelry. It might have cement. Um, and it might have been carved out of fire with my plasma gun. I love my plasma sh- machine. It's so... <laughs> there's Man, there's just nothing that feels more badass than cutting steel with fire. I love it. I really... There's some big pieces that I have in my head I'd really love to get into making um, installation art, have some pieces that are large and public and out for people to experience. I'd love to do that. I'm holding space for that. Funny thing is, when I create, um, it took me a while to figure this out. I, I, you know, I, as soon as you start making things, it's like, hey, let's go to the market. Let's let's do a craft market. Let's do a, a craft fair. Put up my gazebo and my tables and put out my wares and see what happens. And in order to get ready for those, if I was like on a theme of making birdhouses, then I felt like I had to make 15 of them. And if I was doing resin tiles, then I had to produce several sets. And, and it has made me realize I am not a production artist at all. Nothing, nothing is ever the same. I don't ever do any two things the same way. I couldn't. There's no way. I might do a series where I've got like, I've got a whole series of alcohol ink tile. I had so much fun with these. Oh my gosh, these were so much fun. I'd love to, oh, we'll do a podcast episode on that one. Um, and I put, brought, it proudly displayed my tiles, and everybody was like, ooh, that's so beautiful. Oh, that's so lovely. I just, they loved them, but they had no idea what that, what do you do with a tile? <laughs> I mean, it's just a single tile. It, you're, you're, it has to be clever. It has to have a purpose. It has to have something easy to display or something about it. I was just selling these tiles. I, how naive. Um, so then the next year, 
I thought I drilled holes in them and I made them all into clocks. I love clocks. I adore clocks. I particularly enjoy the ones that don't have numbers on it, you know, either four markers or none, because you can look at the face and you can tell. This event was held in a high school, and <laughs> I knew I was kind of in trouble when there were these three three young teenage girls uh, looking at my display, and they were smiling, and they were kind of cocking their heads, and finally one of them goes, oh, they're for telling time. <laughs> oh, my heavens. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we think? We might know what somebody wants to experience, and then we don't. Um, We need to ask them. So I'm going to ask you, what would you like to see during these podcasts? What would you like? Here's the vision. This is a place for storytelling, for games, for fun of voices. Because I tell you, you know, sometimes I get off and I'm just (laughs) making a really silly voice. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I just did that. (laughs) We're going to talk about art. We're going to talk about the wisdom of play. We're going to talk about how play, that moment of being in flow, when you're playing and you're in flow and you're no longer conscious of yourself outside of the experience you're having, that's the entire, that's flow state, man. That's that's the whole joy of Living right there is to be into that wildly creative, anything's possible, glorious state. Wouldn't it be cool if I could apply this to every other area of my life? Oh, my God. Okay. Buckle up. Kimmy, we're going to do this. When I'm creating and I get to a place where I have no idea what I'm doing, I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm just... Feeling impulses, feeling ideas, trusting it, going in, not questioning anything, just going in the flow. That's when the most amazing things happen. You remember how we had uh, jigsaw puzzles um, in our dorm rooms? We'd put together jigsaw puzzles and then we'd tack them to the wall and that was the art on our wall. I've always kind of liked that. And I had this one that was so pretty. It was a room full of very lush plants and it was just such a welcome and wonderful place to be. So I thought, you know, but nobody's going to do that now because that's dorm room style. So I thought, well, what if I take rice paper and make it translucent so you can still see through it and still see the design, but it has this kind of filmy, wonderful look and the jigsaw pattern will show through. And yeah, let's try that. Okay. So I put glue on it. I slap it down. I I mean, I put it down quickly. I don't slap it, but I put it down quickly on this. And all of a sudden I remember, oh, no, I was supposed to use the Vera thing, not the glue. So I lift it back up real quickly. And what it did is it brought the entire face of the jigsaw puzzle with it. On the table, there was just bare cardboard cutouts. And in my hand was the whole colorful face of the puzzle stuck to the rice paper. And I was seeing the back side of it, which was a really amazing array of purples and grays and heathers and muted and lovely, stunning colors. It's the most beautiful paper I've ever seen. It was just stunning. I I put some of it on a birdhouse that I was making. Kind of wish I'd kept that one, actually. But I do have some of the paper left. Um, It was a total mistake. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just flying by the seat of my pants. And in that, it's like the idea 
the ideas don't come inside me. They flow through me. It's like my hands do what they need to do and my my brain and the artistry kicks in, but it's it feels like a collaboration with the materials, certainly with alcohol ink. Oh my God. That's that's a partnership. <laughs> um with alcohol ink, you cannot predict at all what it's going to do. You can sort of guide it. You can sort of shape it. And you can sort of, but it's, it's a collaboration and it's going to speak its mind what it wants to do. And often it has incredibly beautiful things to say. Art is so full of metaphor. Oh, so that's what the Attitude of Play podcast is going to be like. I'm excited. I, I, I've got lots of ideas, and it's about playing. I mean, my God, what's more fun than that? So I'm so, so grateful that you're here listening to me in this moment. I just am tickled to pieces, and I hope this ends up being a fun journey, and this is collaborative. We're going to um, create this beautiful, playful, lovely space where we get to talk about the attitude of play. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my gosh, I hope you had fun. Focusing on what lights us up connects us with delight and awe, creativity and joy. This is where the juice and the magic of life is. As you move through the week, notice what kindles your sense of delight and do more of that. And if you'd like more, come find me on Instagram. You can find me at Kimberly Play of Light. You can see more about how I play and also about how we can help you find what lights you up. And I'll give you a big hint. It's all about the attitude of play. See you next time.